Hello and welcome to Yasmina Uncut, a podcast all about taboo topics, love, marriage, children and everything in between. So today I want to talk about marriage. Now, I feel like marriage is, it's so much more complicated than I ever thought it that it would be. I thought, you know, all things were rainbows and sunshines and everything was going to be fine and it's all going to be the same. It's basically dating, except it's with a piece of paper. Now, for those who don't know, I got married at the age of 19. So Billy and I were high school sweethearts and coming from a strict Muslim background, we weren't, we couldn't live together until we were married. So there were so many things that I didn't know about Billy, but I thought I already knew everything because I'd been with him for four years prior. So I was like, yeah, I know him when he's angry, when he's stressed, you know, when he's tired, when he's this, when he's that. Then it came to moving in together and getting married. And, you know, we got married, we had our honeymoon, we came back, we were all so lovey-dovey. And then reality had set in and like, there were so many bills and responsibilities like cleaning the home and like doing the dishes that never ended even though there was only two people in the house arguing over little things like the toilet seat being up and the bin being taken out but they weren't major the stuff that I wish I knew about marriage was that when you're in someone's face 24 7 and it's the one person that you always see you get comfortable you start letting your guards down and there's nothing wrong with that I think it is one of the most beautiful things in marriage but it can also be one of the worst things in marriage because sometimes we let go a little bit too much we get a little bit too comfortable we forget that this is another human being and that we need to respect them and love them and care for them and I think you know the first few months of marriage we were still in that honeymoon bubble where and I kind of get it now where people like oh the honeymoon phase will go but you know, the way they meant it, I took it as like that there won't be any more love and that you treat each other like crap, but it's not like that. It's more of little arguments that you have that you don't think, you didn't think that you would, like you didn't think that something like this would be an issue, something so little. It could be like, oh, why didn't you take out the rubbish after I asked you like, I asked you like six times or I asked you to put the clothes in the dryer, but you never did. And now we have clothes, wet clothes that stink because they've been left in the washing machine overnight. Little things like that, and then you get super comfortable with each other over the times uh, over the time that goes past, and you kind of do little things that you would at your parents' house, forgetting that you know you're with your partner and you still do want to be yourself, but to an extent where you know this sounds really bad, but like you still want to impress them. I don't know. I guess you still want to have a little bit of spark there and put in that little bit of effort but it's so hard when you know you guys are busy and you're working and all of that and there's stress like housework and and bills and I remember when our first bills came in I was this is how naive I was remember I was 19 years old I was so naive like we got our first set of bills we paid them and I was like oh wow that was really expensive and then we got more bills and I was like why are there more bills like it feel like we I felt like we just paid the other ones like why are they here again it really hit me like a ton of bricks how much we had to pay for and like you know when you move into a new home and we, we were renting at the time and still are and you need everything new like you know the new um, washing detergent new dishwashing powder uh, detergent you need everything brand new yeah so that first shop is always super expensive 
And I remember doing that first shop and I was like, oh, grab this one in home brand, this one in, you know, a good brand. And Billy had come from a household which, you know, I don't think they ever really used home brand that much. And I was like, oh, no, 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 we can't get home brand. This is crap. we got to get this one. And I was like, um, honey, we don't live, like, you don't live with your parents anymore. Like, you realize that we have to pay for these groceries at the end of this shop. And he was like, yeah, it's fine. It's no big deal. And then we got, like, the bill at the end, the receipt. And I was like, well, I told you so. I told you so. And, you know, when we first got married, we had savings put aside. But, you know, I think it's just the stress of knowing that you have to pay for so much kind of at the beginning stresses you out. You don't realize that it's okay. Like, you're working. There's income flowing. It's okay. Like, you're going to pay month each month as it comes. It all kind of goes but I was just stressing out so bad. And I think with stress, we turn into crazy monsters and, you know, it can get in between you because, you know, you could just crack at someone for something so little, but it's got nothing to do with the problem. It could just be that you're under pressure and you're feeling it all. I remember when um, we got back from our honeymoon, Billy was taking a shower in the house and he took like 30 to 40 minute showers. And I was like, how does one need so many showers like I don't like such a long shower I just don't understand it like I don't understand how someone needs to be in the shower for that long like a guy no less and he came out and he put on a towel around his body and a towel on his head and I was like why are you using two towels oh my god and then he like picked up the towels put them in the wash and I was like you've used them once like we we have very different upbringings like at my house we had that towel and we made it last like close to a week because that was like it was clean like you're cleaning your clean body and until like it's it's too damp then you put it in the wash I guess I don't know that was the way I was brought up so you know we had differences in that sense and at the very beginning like I guess I you know part of me didn't want to just be correcting everything in him I had to learn to adapt to him and it was just that finding that happy medium where there were some things that I was like oh no like if you're going to use this many towels, then you're going to have to help me with the laundry because we both live here. We both need to contribute to the housework. And he was so easygoing. He was like, yeah, it's all good. But you know, men, I don't know whether it's all men. It sounds bad. I'm generalizing. But my men, <laughs> they say one thing and they're like, yeah, I'm going to help. I'm going to do this and this and this. And then it comes time to do it. And then they don't. <laughs> and then you're like, uh, but I feel like with even just relationships in general, even friendships, you have to set a bar and it's almost like this is this is kind of the respect and, and what I want and what I deserve and this is what I expect of this marriage. I expect you to help me. I expect you to do equal things with me. Like if I'm cooking one night, maybe you cook one night. If I'm doing laundry this time, maybe you do it when you have some spare time in your home and I'm at work, you know, just to be equal because in this day and age, it's not like it used to things aren't like they used to be. I remember when I was um, younger and we were in high school, Billy had asked me, we had been together for a few years and he said, do you cook? And I said, oh no, I don't cook. I don't know how to cook. My mom has cooked for me my whole life. Hasn't really taught me much about cooking. And I said to him, I don't cook. And he froze for a second and he was dead serious. Like he just looked at me right in the eye and I panicked. I was like, oh no, no, no. Like I know how to cook some basic stuff, you know, like salads and pastas. And he goes, oh, okay, cool. And I, I remember that day I came home and I was like, mom, you need to teach me everything that you know about cooking because if I'm going to get married soon, I need to know how to cook. And she just started laughing and she said, cooking's so easy. Don't worry. You'll learn as you go. It's not a big deal. Even if you eat some cereal and too many noodles to start off with, you'll be fine. And I was like, no, 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 mom, you need to teach me. 
and she started teaching me some dishes. Anyway, when we got married, um, Billy had said to me, oh no, don't worry, I know how to cook, I'm going to cook for us. And he started cooking for me. And I kid you not, this man did not know what he was doing. Like, even the way he was chopping the meat and, like, the vegetables, like, it was just so uncoordinated. Like, I don't know, there was something about it, it just didn't come naturally to him. There are some people who can do things naturally and some people who can't. So I took over and kept doing what he was trying to do. I was trying to make sublakis at the time. And I took over and he's like, so you can cook. And I was like, I don't count this as cooking. Like, I thought you meant like dishes, like Lebanese dishes and Moroccan cuisines, you know. I didn't think the basic necessities to life, like chopping up a bit of meat, marinating it, putting a bit of rice or some, you know, potato salad on the side. That wasn't cooking to me because I brought up, I was brought up in a household where my mum made like Moroccan cuisines all the time and, you know, fancy dishes. And so did his mum when I met her, like everything that she's made is absolutely so beautiful and stuff that takes half a day to make so I just didn't know any of that and he was like oh thank god you know how to cook and I was like why like you know you need to learn how to cook as well and I remember one time I was at work at the time and I had said to Billy okay so I've prepared everything it's on the bench because he'd come home from work earlier than me and we wanted to have dinner together once we both finished and I said I've prepared everything on the bench I've left you instructions you know just put them on like it was like um creamy mushroom fettuccine and I left everything there chopped up and I said look you know put it all together put it in the pan you know you've got this anyway he was so proud he'd called me after I finished work and he said I've done it you know it's so good I'm so proud you're gonna love it I came home and I was like oh thank you so much babe this is beautiful started eating it the man forgot salt how does someone forget salt I honestly I did not think I had to write that down I honestly thought it was common sense. Like I just said herbs and he just picked up like the herb that was there and didn't put any salt. Like I was shook. But obviously that is partly my fault because men need very clear direction and that goes for everything man related. But I learned my lesson and I was like, okay, communication, communication, communication. We got married. One thing that I found really interesting is so many people ask you like, what's married life like? And people want to know the ins and outs of your life and you know, they talk about their married life and it's so easy to compare your life to others and compare your marriage to others. And this goes with everything in life, really. But I feel like, you know, life is like a highway when you're driving on it. Although there are a bunch of cars on the highway all going to the same direction, they're not going to the same destination. So you can't compare to the people around you in life just as you can't compare to people on a highway that are going the same direction. Even if it's the same make, the same model, the same color car going the same speed it's still not you you know you're going to somewhere different and I feel like you know that is so important to remember concentrate on your journey focus on where you're going in life I know some people who are divorced and are the happiest people that they've ever been in their life and I know some people who've only just met and gotten married and are the most happiest people that I've ever met so it just goes to show like don't worry about what everyone else is doing you know it, things aren't the way they seem. I feel like we think, oh, marriage, happy marriage, they've got everything together. But there is so much that is hidden behind closed doors. Like I know so many people tell me like, you know, your marriage looks so happy. It looks so perfect. You know, what's the secret? And I'm like, fuck no. Like, what do you mean? Like we argue all the time. You know, we fight all the time. I remember once I locked myself in the car because he wouldn't leave me alone and we were arguing. I just needed space. And that was when we couldn't 
we you know didn't understand how to communicate with each other like billy is someone who wants to solve things then and there he wants to talk and solve through things i need time to cool down because i don't like to say things i don't mean and i never do i like to say things when i'm clear-headed and i can focus i don't want to say hey i don't love you or i hate you and i'm leaving you and i'm divorcing you when it's not true it's not how i really feel i'm speaking out of anger so i like to take that time to calm down so i'm focused and I'm clear-headed and I can have a real conversation about how I actually feel but Billy gets heated up if we don't have a conversation then and there because he's someone who he's not calm if we haven't sorted things out but I find that our arguments just escalate and escalate and escalated because I would just give in because he wouldn't leave me alone and we would end up just blowing up in a huge fight and I would end up upstairs he would end up downstairs both super mad at each other you know, and nothing ever really solves itself. Like after a while, he'll feel bad for not giving me that space, apologizing and we kind of move on. But it would just mask the issues that were at hand, things that was bothering us. Like I know for me, I've always been someone who's, well, used to be, not always been, used to be someone who was a very jealous person. I was someone who, you know, if Billy even looked a certain way, I turned his head when we were walking I would get upset I'd be like were you checking that chick out like I was so looking back I could see I was so insecure about myself it's almost like I saw myself as trash and I was lucky to have him and so any girl he looked at he was going to leave me for and later as I gained some confidence and I started to you know really have faith in our marriage and our relationship and the more he proved to me that you know I'm just delusional and it was true um, I started to learn that, you know, I need to take that step back. I need to focus on me because this problem is not Billy. This problem is myself. So how can I work on myself to better our relationship? I need to love myself more and, you know, see myself for who I am rather than going, okay, I'm crap. Okay, I've got all these flaws. Okay, you've got flaws. We've all got flaws. And when I started to see myself and love myself more, I found myself just not caring about what he was doing because I started to think like, okay, what's the worst case scenario? He leaves me for another woman. Okay. Well, then clearly he was never loyal for me. Like he didn't want me in the first place. I've lost, I haven't lost anything. If anything, I'm lucky because now I know his true intentions. Do you know what I mean? So that's the way I started to see things and it really helped me better myself and I found that when I was truly happy within myself our relationship got so much better because although Billy wanted to reassure me and he did every single time it just became ridiculous to an extent. I think insecurities can be one of the biggest problems in a relationship. I feel like if you're not secure within yourself and love yourself it can play a huge part in your marriage, in your relationship, in your friendships. I feel like that's just in life and that's why they usually say like work on yourself first and that will in turn work on your marriage. I say it all the time. I say it to my friends. I say it to my family because people think like I need to fix my partner. I need to fix what he's doing. So in my situation, in my head was like fix Billy. Make sure that he's not looking at any other girls. Make sure he's not liking any girls' photos. Make sure he's not doing this. But in reality, I had to check on myself and go, no, you need to work on yourself. You need to work on some self-love and you need to heal because clearly you are so broken. You feel like everyone is disloyal to you and will be disloyal to you. And so you're on the offense completely. Like you're just like, no, 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 no. Instead of just, you know, taking it for what it is, which is nothing. 
So, you know, learning that over time just made our relationship so much better. And I think, you know, also gave us confidence that we could trust each other when we weren't with each other. I feel like Billy felt like he always had to justify himself when he was doing anything. Like he might be like, oh, you know, I was at work and this lady came in and then he'd be like, oh, but she was like, you know, 50 years old and she, she was so weird. But I was like, why are you saying that? But that's how... That's how much he felt like he needed to explain things to me because that's how I made him feel. I made him feel that way. And I feel like that's so toxic in a relationship. And that's what I had become because I just had so many insecurities about myself. And that's something I've always, you know, worked towards. And now, like, I feel like I don't get any of that ever. And I think especially after children, I guess I just feel so secure within myself and I've worked so hard on my self-love journey that nothing can diminish it like nothing anyone could do could diminish it and I think that's so important for anyone to get to to that part of life where you feel so strong that it doesn't matter what anyone says or does it will not make you view yourself any different now let's talk about sex in marriage now I feel like sex is so important in a marriage because it connects you guys on a you know physical level and it's always so important but I feel like it's not the most important thing like in a relationship if you guys are not happy and you're not communicating sex is never going to be good it's going to be a chore and you never want it to be a chore don't ever compare your sex life to anybody's your libido your drive your sex drive so many things play such a massive part in it whether you're on conception whether you're breastfeeding whether you're pregnant whether you know maybe you're going through something some stress and anxiety in your life and it could be affecting your you know your libido and your sex drive it's so important to never compare your sex life to others I feel like for so long I remember having like chats with my girlfriends and they were like we have sex like twice a day and I remember at the time Like, I was having sex, like, four times a week, and I was like, fuck, that's a lot. And then she was saying that she was having it, like, twice a day, and I was like, holy mother of God, like, how, how, like, I'm tired, how? I love sex, but holy cow. So it got to that point where I was comparing, and so, you know, even when I was upset or I was tired, I was like, no, we have to have sex right now, and and it just became no, not not romantic anymore it became forced but that's the pressure of like comparing your relationship you're very different some people might use sex to mask their issues some people choose instead of discussing a situation that's seriously important they choose to have sex to you know cover that some people's natural sex drive is just so high that that's something that you know they're both into you know what I mean so I don't think you should ever compare your situations are always very different and I feel like especially after kids things change a lot with your sex drive but in saying that things do go back to somewhat of normal after I feel like the newborn stage and it's stuff that you have to work on I feel like you know when you're happy and when you're communicating well I know I keep going back to communication but I feel like it's so important you got like sex is just a natural bonus to the equation I find when my husband and I go on date nights where we're away from the kids and it's just us and we're connecting and, you know, we're just having a laugh. Like, we're not touching, we're not kissing, we're just talking to each other. It's almost like this massive spark. But if we're having dinner and our kids are there and they're constantly fighting and, you know, we're breaking up punch-ons and, you know, food's flying everywhere and 
you know, one of them's done a shit and we're blaming the other person to change it. Like, it's, it's really hard to get naked and have sex after that. Like, you're just like, I've just, I can't be bothered. After doing the dishes of this dinner, breaking up these fights, bathing these children, and then it's finally nighttime and I get to relax, like, I just want to sleep. <laughs> or I want to sit alone in a corner and sit on my phone and just unwind. I feel like especially as mothers, especially, you're touched 24-7 in the day. And like, you know, it's so easy to not want to be touched at the end of the day. So, you know, it's so natural to feel like, fuck, like, no one has left me alone today. And then you finally come to nighttime and your partner's like, hey, and like wants to cuddle with you and touch you. And you're like, I just don't want to be touched right now. But I think that, you know, sex is a bit like an exercise. Once you do it once, twice, you know, you keep at it, you'll want it more. And that's my best advice. Like if you have a low sex drive and you feel like you do want to do it, but you feel like you're just constantly not in the mood, maybe things come in the way and you do want to do it and you want to work on that, I would say do it more often for you to want it more, even more than you do. But it's definitely an important factor. I feel like, um, like I know for some people they're like, oh, for men, it's so important. Like they really need it. But I feel like it's just as important for women. You feel so connected. Like even having an orgasm, like it makes you happy, releases all these endorphins, gets rid of headaches, so many health benefits. So go for it. <laughs> Last thing I'm going to leave you with is don't forget to let your partner know how you feel. I know sometimes to us women, especially, we have our friends who can kind of just take one look at us and know what's wrong. Like I have friends that just know something's wrong just by looking into my eyes. Like I don't have to show any emotion. I could be smiling. I could be acting super happy, but they'll know something's up. So I always expected my partner to know exactly the same way, but they learn through you telling them. Like, women have superpowers. It's very different. So, like, if you're a lesbian and you're with a woman, like, you obviously hit jackpot, I'm assuming, because women just have a mental telepathy that's just out of this world. But especially with men, I feel like you do. You have to communicate with them. Don't give up on them and go run to your friend and try to speak to them. Work on that communication because building on that is what's going to get you, lead you to a time where they just look at you and know what's up. So... That's something that's definitely important in your relationship to work on, communicating what is wrong when it's wrong, because that will then in turn help you know that person so much better and they're going to be able to pick up stuff about you when maybe you don't even know something's up. Like I know so many times where, you know, there's something off, but I can't quite put my finger on it. So I'm like, cool, I'm happy. And then Billy will look at me and be like, what's wrong? Like, you don't seem yourself. Something's a bit off. And I'm like, how do you know? And he's like, I, I, I just know. And it does, has nothing to do with the time that you're with that person. I feel like it's definitely communication, speaking to them about how you feel. Even if you don't know how you feel, just explaining that feeling of being in this, in this, you know, kind of random feels. I don't know how to explain it. You know what I'm talking about. But yeah, that's something I definitely recommend. But yeah, that's marriage for you. Marriage. So much work. So much work. But definitely worth it. Thank you for watching Yasmina Uncut. If you do like this episode, don't forget to like, review and subscribe.